everyone, and welcome to the Bird's Nest Podcast. I'm Jay Donahue. Thank you so much for joining us today. Now, in Philly sports, there are several iconic players that define teams. These are the timeless figures that fans fall in love with simply because they embody the persona of the team, of the city, of the fan base. Bryce Harper comes to mind when you think about him for the Phillies. But for the Eagles, there is no more iconic figure over the course of the last decade, and certainly over the course of the last five years, than the center, Jason Kelsey. Jason is in his 13th season with the Philadelphia Eagles, and last week, a documentary was released focusing on the star center, simply titled Kelsey. Kelsey is now available for streaming exclusively on Prime Video, where it became the number one movie on Prime Video in the U.S., following its release last week. If you haven't seen it, or if you need a subscription to Prime Video to check it out, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial via the link in the description or the QR code that's going to appear on the screen. Joining me today to talk about this extraordinary documentary are the producers for the documentary, Don Argot and Sheena Joyce. Don, Sheena, thank you so much for stopping by. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So let's start by just talking a little bit about what was the process for this film, getting it off the ground. I remember reading that it was Jason Kelsey's idea originally, but why don't you both talk a little bit about what it was like getting this idea from something that was in Jason's head to the movie that we now see? Well, I mean, uh, Jason and Connor and Larry Platt, who are kind of the uh, producing team that had started this idea together. Uh, I think Jason and Connor are obviously uh, extremely close friends and uh, known each other for a number of years, even prior to playing uh, on the Eagles together, they played in Cincinnati together. Um, and so they've, they've been like best friends since then. And uh, Connor now works for the Eagles organization um, since he's been retired. So phone call that we got through a mutual friend who had said, um, hey, Jason Kelsey's looking to do a documentary about retiring. Are you interested? Uh, they're looking for filmmakers in Philadelphia. And um, of course, we were like, yeah, I mean, that was easy. <laughs> that was an easy. Yes. So uh, I remember our first uh, Zoom that we had with uh, with the three guys. And they were kind of telling us the the idea that they had and and um, and what what we thought of it and if we would be interested and we had a that first phone call um, was was great we we all kind of hit it off immediately um, I think they appreciate they were familiar with some of our work which is which is always nice so we're not coming in as just you know unknown people they. I, uh, I think Connor and Jason and Larry collectively were all huge fans of a film we did years ago called The Art of the Steel about the Barnes Foundation and the controversy surrounding the move. So um, that was great to have like kind of some common ground to that they were familiar with our work. And um, that's how the start, that's how the discussions began. And what Jason was really looking for was, you know, if, if you know Jason, you know, for the past five years or so, he's talked about retiring from football, like his, he's, year after year seems like this might be the last year this might be the last year and when we spoke to him which was not the season that we covered but it was actually the season before that we uh, that we he had gotten in touch with us uh he thought that was going to be his last year and the idea was really kind of exploring what the transition out of football looked like you know for a 
35 year old, you know, or mid thirties, a guy who's certainly older uh, in the league and knew that his time was coming to an end. And, you know, he, because he's such an uh, interesting and thoughtful guy, he thought a documentary would be a really good idea to explore, you know, him talking to other people that had retired, some of the pitfalls that they fell into, what they, you know, kind of highlight some of their stories, all the while showing, you know, Jason playing his last season and, you know, then trying to figure out what the next you know chapter of his life looked like. So that was how we started the film. And you obviously see a ton of bones of that left in the film that we made um, because it's all still relevant, obviously, to, to the film that we made. But the season that we started filming with him, he actually decided to not retire and play another year, which was the last year. So at that moment, we're like, is this going to be like one of those like boyhood films where we're like seven years and like we're still following this guy year after year, not retiring. Uh, but, you know, we we had already been filming for, you know, uh, several months at that point and worked and worked very closely with uh, with Connor and Jason and Larry. Uh, and we were just all like having we were all meshing really well. And so when the time came for Jason to decide whether he was going to come back or not, and he decided to play, we were all basically collectively said, let's just keep going. We'll see what happens. This was probably going to be your last year. So we'll do it this year. Right. And uh, obviously the uh, something much more in incredible and special uh, transpired. And you know, we were there on the ground floor to capture it all. It's really incredible. I, yeah, you can, you can see definitely the the question of that whole retirement looms large throughout the course of the documentary. It the one of the most impactful scenes being the the poker game where he's talking with all these retired Eagles players, and you can also see, I mean, another really impactful moment. I think this made it into the trailer actually was the uh, the idea that. Uh, Jason's wife Kylie wanted him to retire while he was still able to get down on the ground and be able to play with his kids and that's really important and for him to make the decision to be able to come back uh, even this season certainly again it it kind of definitely shifted uh, the uh, the documentary a little bit but that question of retirement still looms very very large over the yeah. course of the entire movie even from the very from the very jump with that first interview. What was it yeah. like trying to capture that particular challenge, especially in light of the the pivot that you guys had to make when Jason decided, you know, he's going to come back and play one more, at least one more season with, uh, with Jalen this year. Mm -hmm. Gene, you wanna I think, sure. I, I think um, that question as always looms large in the mind of Jason Kelsey, as Don mentioned, he has contemplated retirement for years, he has started writing his retirement speech. And I think he started it like 10 years ago. He, he has a note on his phone where he jots things down. And um, he's been working on that speech for years. I, I don't know that he'll ever be ready to give it. So um, you, listen, Don and I are in, we will keep going um, as, as long as they'll have us. And eventually maybe we will get that retirement story, but it wasn't a hard thread to keep even when making the pivot to the extraordinary Super Bowl year that they had. And obviously, you know, the podcast and the Kelsey bowl and Kylie having another baby, 
um, because it always weighs on Jason's mind. Absolutely. Yeah, something like that would, would really, I definitely can understand that something like that being always kind of off, off on the right hand side of the screen here, just out of view, but well, you, you, slowly coming you watch focus. games and you see, yeah, you, you watch the games and you see how, um, I mean, look at the Jets, look at Aaron Rodgers, you see how, you know, one play can, can end a season. So mm -hmm. I think probably, I mean, I'm not in the minds of all the NFL players, but I, I imagine they, they do wonder if this could be the last snap, you know, and it, it has nothing to do with age. It has a lot to do with what happens on that field too. Absolutely. You both are from the Philadelphia area, or well, you're both based in the Philadelphia area and have been there for quite some time. How did that connection with the city influence how you told the story? I mean, I think it's I think we were you know uniquely suited in many ways to 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 make this film. Um, you know, first and foremost, you know, obviously, as you said, being Philadelphia-based filmmakers. And you know, starting and this this year uh, was actually our twentieth year uh, anniversary of being in business. Our company, Nine Fourteen Pictures, uh, celebrated its twenty years this year. Congratulations! Our first film, thank you. So thank much. you. Thank you. Um, so our first film was a film we did uh, that was in two thousand and five, but we started in two thousand three. Uh, a film called Rock School about the Paul Green School of Rock Music, which was kind of a real life school of rock. And, you know, we had sold that and that kind of was our entry into the business at that moment. And, um, you know, a few years later, we ended up doing the art of the steel. And then, you know, we've had a, a very long career since then. And most of the docs that we've done uh, are outside of the Philadelphia area, just because of the way things, you know, that's where the stories have been and the opportunities that we've gotten to tell certain, certain stories. So, you know, even though we've always been based here and even though we obviously finish all our films in the Philadelphia area, we don't get a lot of opportunities to actually film in Philadelphia. So, you know, the opportunity first and foremost to be able to do a documentary with uh, Jason Kelsey, who obviously we're huge fans of and also huge Eagles fans was, was already like an easy, like, yes. And then uh, on the, you know, on the flip side of that, uh, what we bring to the table, obviously, with our 20 plus years of experience making films. Uh, but I think synergistically, you know, we understand the city, obviously, being here. Uh, and I think the thing that as to me is kind of um, was was kind of uh, put into view as we were at finishing up this film was how similar our careers as filmmakers mirror Jason's career, like getting into the NFL and, and getting to the level he's at. Now, certainly we're not at the level of Jason Kelsey recognition. That's for goddamn sure. Um, but, Never know if you, know, you do uh, if you do something like this with one of the most iconic sports figures. Yeah, you know, this this isn't gonna hurt, I'll say that. But but I think one of the things to me that was so awesome, and I know Sheena feels the same way too, is you know, as Philadelphia-based filmmakers, being in a business that you know, it's a, a difficult business to be in no matter where you are, but then to not be in New York or Los Angeles in this kind of epicenters where, you know, all these things happen, you know, we've had to work, I feel like twice as hard, sometimes three times as hard, uh, three times as hard to get noticed, to get the recognition and nothing's come easy. Not that, you know, filmmakers have an easy road in general, but for us, we have a chip on our shoulder. We're, we're always like, we always feel like we're not getting the respect and the recognition, even though we put out, you know, I think there's 
I think we've done 14 feature films and uh, at least five to six, you know, multi-part doc series. You know, we've been doing it for a long time. And, you know, I've seen people much like Jason early in the, in the cut when he's talking, when he didn't get the scholarship and he's looking at all these other players and saying like, I'm better than that guy. Why is he getting an opportunity that I'm not getting? And, you know, we, you have to, you feel that way, you know, in a competitive landscape, like, you know, filmmaking anyway, of course, we're all supportive of each other, but secretly are like, oh man, you know, like that guy, that person's made two movies and they're acting like they're like, you know, they're, they're this established filmmaker. We've done 14 movies over here and it's like, hey, like, remember us? So, you know, I think we do have a chip on our shoulders and that does fire us up, you know, and that's the thing that does motivate us and keep us going. So the fact that like, there's a lot of similarities within, you know, who we are inherently uh, was, you know, that's just one of the kind of added benefits of getting to work with somebody like Jason, who is as real and authentic and honest as you can get and wears his heart on his sleeve and he doesn't pull any punches. And I kind of feel like that's how we operate and that's how we've been in our business. So, uh, yeah, it's been, it was very, very cool for this to not only be a film that is clearly resonating with, with people uh, in a big way, certainly even people outside of Philadelphia. I know Sheena has been screenshotting like tweets from like Dallas fans and Giants fans. Like, I hate the Eagles, but goddamn, do I love Jason Kelsey, you know? And that's that's pretty high praise, you know? I don't know, I'd be over here like rooting for Dak Shepard if a doc came out about him, so. <laughs> Those are pull quotes, man. So I grew up in the area. I grew up in Delaware County, um, you know, went, went to high school here, um, went to college on the main line. And then obviously, you know, as Don said, we've had our, our business, um, in, in, in the city for, uh, 20 years now. So I grew up in a bird's house and it was, it was, um, it was a dream come true, but it was also really hard, um, to walk that line between filmmaker and fan. And I think it's actually something that Kylie and I bonded over because she's from the area and she grew up an Eagles fan. And it's 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 hard to be a fan and also be close to a player. Um, you, you desperately want your team to win, but you have this um, intimate knowledge of what things are like behind the scenes. Um, and so I think, um, it was a challenge, but one that that helped make the film better. And that understanding of what it's like to be a fan here, um, particularly in Philadelphia versus other cities. And also why Jason is such a special player because he's authentic, because he's got grit, because he's got hard heart and because he, he worked ass off um, all the time. He puts his heart and soul into everything he does. And as Philadelphians and being, you know, largely a working class city, having that chip on our shoulder as Don described, not being New York, not being DC, being stuck in the middle and feeling like you have to prove yourself. Um, we understand that mentality and could connect with with Jason and I hope the fans um, on another level. And I, and I hope showcase Philadelphia um, in, a, in a good way, in an affectionate way where we people might understand a little more why uh, our fan base is so rabid. Absolutely. And uh, as many times as it could, it seemed there were shots of the city or shots of the fan base that were incorporated into the into the movie. And then you also see Kylie. I, I remember very, very early on in the movie, Kylie has this comment where she says, can we just have one game where we just cruise? And that that resonated with pretty much every Eagles fan ever. Yeah, for uh, sure. 
listen, when Don and I were at the Thursday night game, it was it was 914. So it was our, our company's anniversary. And it's also Don's birthday. And we literally texted Kylie during the game and said, can't we just cruise through one game, please? And she she started laughing. So, I mean, yeah, it's something that as Birds fans, we absolutely connect on. The, the other thing about that, I remember that um, that filming that scene, you know, it was the week one against the, the Lions. And, you know, the, the, it was certainly a tight game for sure. But I mean, literally every time they scored, and I, like, I'm filming Kylie just for her reactions. And you would have thought that some of her reactions were like they missed a field goal or they didn't they didn't score. They were scoring. And, you know, there's other, obviously there's so much stuff that didn't make it into the movie, but I remember one, I'm like, I had said to her, I'm like, they just scored a touchdown. And she's like, yeah, but it's the way they scored the touchdown that I didn't like. He's like, is, is this guy a running back? Is he a quarterback? You know, it's like, she is so in it. And, you know, you could say that, that, that what was being said in Kylie's house was probably being echoed throughout the city as they're all watching the game. A million percent, a million percent. And you look at her dad, her, she can't, her dad can't watch a game with anyone and and that doesn't come from him it comes from the people around him we all have someone in our lives and in our families that we refuse to watch eagles games with my daughter <laughs> and too emotional <laughs> our daughter for example we don and i are also a couple we have a nine-year-old daughter and there and she's a 10 oh christ right she just turned 10 i'm having a hard time with her being in the double digits clearly my <laughs> i got like a mom block on that she just turned 10 um like two days ago. So our daughter, for example, will is a huge birds fan, but will at points go upstairs to her room because she's like, it's too intense. Like, daddy, you're screaming so much. It's starting to stress me out. I'm gonna watch upstairs. And you see in the <laughs> film, in, in the beginning of that game that we were just talking about, Kylie's dad says, All right, I'm gonna get out of here now. Like he he can't you can't watch a game with him because he gets too upset and emotional and invested and you see shades of that in Kylie of course but I also love the scene where um, Kylie's getting ready to go to the Super Bowl and has obviously spent a ton of time just trying to wrangle her girls and the family and has five minutes to herself to like get dressed and put on some makeup and her father is sitting across from her in the hotel room just like dead-eyed staring at her and we hold on it and then he checks his watch and then looks back at her and she's like dad get out of the room you gotta get out of here <laughs> so <laughs> we all have those people in our lives as fans that um you know are so intense about being fans that we have to limit our time together yeah <laughs> you both had a ton of access for this movie and I remember as I was preparing for this interview, reading that that's not always the case, even when somebody comes up with the idea, when the subject of the documentary comes up with the idea. But you guys had a ton of access, the scene that you were just alluding to with Kylie having to the five minutes to put on her makeup and just being in and around their house and going to doctor's appointments and just all these really, really close moments how much of a difference did that make for you to be able to have that access from the jump? What's well, amazing, and I'll, 
and then Don, you jump in. I, I was going to say it doesn't get more intimate than going to obstetrician appointments with someone, um, which <laughs> which we did. And and as Kylie says in the film, because she was 38 weeks pregnant at the Super Bowl, if she went into labor on the plane, it was going to be a real intimate experience bonding with all the other women on that flight. So they are incredibly authentic and open people. And I think the fact that we had been filming for a year before the Super Bowl season, we had that time to spend with the family to build up trust, to build a friendship. Um, and we were we were given that access. But go ahead, Don, you were going to jump in. I was going to say, well, that's really when we started, that was kind of our pitch to how we would approach this is that, you know, we want to. We want to be on the inside of these things. I think so, especially when you're dealing with um, high profile, you know, subjects, whether that's athletes or musicians um, or artists, you know, there, there is a certain level of protection that comes with, you know, a, a guarded nature of between, you know, the, how much they're willing to open up truly on camera. And, you know, I remember our first conversation, you know, our big concern was always, well, how do we tell the other part of the story? We know that we can tell this part of the story, which is like, be on the inside, hang out with them as, you know, as a family, go to doctor's appointments, you know, be there when, you know, he's gardening with his, you know, all the, all the kind of seemingly mundane moments that like make up a life, right. That people usually don't get to see. We knew we had that kind of stuff covered. What we were concerned about was, well, how do we tell the sports side of the story? Because, you know, that is the NFL, that is the Eagles, that's these big kind of like conglomerate, you know, organizations that have that are gatekeepers, and they don't let a lot of people in. So that was always our concern as, you know, producers, uh, you know, filmmakers first, knowing that, you know, these rights issues are going to be, you know, not easy to overcome. But, you know, we were assured kind of early on with, you um, with Jason and Connor specifically that obviously, you know, they have a great relationship with the, within the organization of the Eagles and that we would kind of cross that NFL bridge when the time came. And um, for us, we, we made this film, you know, for over two years, very, very, very much under the radar. I mean, uh, the Eagles were kind of partnered with us early, just helping us with some footage inside the stadium that we weren't allowed to film because, you know, out, you know, outside crews aren't allowed to film in there. But uh, Eric Long, who's one of the head guys at the Eagles kind of video department, um, he and I worked very closely and, and were like week after week, he was giving us hard drives of, you know, Jason in the locker room and him on the sidelines and uh, some games when they were mic'd up and stuff. And we, at that point, still knew that like, we were going to have to eventually license all this footage. And, but at that moment, we still didn't know the film that we were making. We didn't know that they were going to go on a run and go to the Super Bowl, let alone, you know, two brothers playing in the Super Bowl together. So the 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 kind of evening that everything came to a, a head was the NFC Championship game. We were filming the tailgate uh, at for that game. And after the Eagles won, um, Jason went to Chiggies and Pete's to watch the Chiefs and Bengals play. And um, we headed over there, over there with our crew and walked in and there's another camera crew there filming Jason, watching the Eagles or watching the, the Bengals and Chiefs game. And we're like, they're looking at us and we're looking at them. And it was kind of like, hey, I'm Don. We're doing this documentary on uh, Jason Kelsey. And they're like, hey, we're NFL films. We are too. And I'm like, cool, let's talk after. And so we, we did our thing and we filmed 
And, uh, you know, I, I, literally when, when we were done that, that night, you know, I, I called Connor and I was like, Hey, we're going to need to get in touch with NFL films <laughs> times now, you know, not to mention the outcome of the game. We knew that there was no way that we could tell the rest of our story without the NFL's involvement because it's the Super Bowl. Like we're not going to come in, you know, from the outside and be like, Hey, we're also going to film too. It's like, no, no one else films, but NFL films. But luckily for us the way, and it was uh, there, there, we've been doing this a long time and certainly we've had, fortunate uh, luck on many projects that we've done in the past, but this was every planet aligning, every everything kind of coming together for all the right reasons. Our first call, phone call with NFL Films, uh, Keith Cosro and um, Ross Ketover, who we actually know uh, or been friends with for, for some years. Um, you know, we were like, we've been doing this doc for like two years and we have amazing footage and we've been following this journey and we followed the start of the podcast and blah, blah, blah. So we sent them a handful of scenes that we had cut together and, you know, they basically came back, you know, right at right soon after that and said, we were going to make our own Kelsey Bowl documentary and uh, but why don't we just partner up with you guys and help you finish this? And that was, it was really that easy <laughs> and and I say that because none of this stuff is ever easy so it's we're always you know especially being in Philly and being an independent production company you know we're always waiting for the other shoe to drop like this there's no way this is all going to like go smoothly and you know it, it was incredible because it did and with the NFL films partnership was invaluable certainly we could not have made this film without them and they were incredible to work with. They were incredibly complimentary to the work that we uh, we had done. And were really just there to support us and make the best possible film that we could all make together. And I think the results are, you know, kind of, uh, you know, a result of um, the results of the result. That's stupid. The, uh, the, <laughs> the film is, is a result of, you know, everybody coming together for all the right reasons to, tell an amazing story and working with NFL films made it so that we didn't have any moment that we didn't, that we couldn't highlight from the inside of the part of the game to obviously the outside part of the game and all the family stuff. So, you know, can't say enough amazing things about uh, NFL films and, you know, still thank them every day. <laughs> Absolutely. And that kind of speaks to a comment that you made, Sheena, where, uh, this film was really a gift from the documentary gods, just especially how very, very neatly it seems like everything in the production process kind of aligned. Yeah, and I think it speaks so highly of, of Jason and how beloved he is. And as Don said, everyone wanted to do it for the right reasons. And it's because Jason's such a great guy and, you know, and the Kelsey family deserves the attention. Absolutely. Were there any sort of, and this will be sort of our wrap up question here. Were there any things, any fun stories that maybe you would have wanted to include, but didn't make it to the documentary just for, I don't know, time or some other reason? You know, I liken making, you know, films to like any other creative process. You kind of start with this big block and then you kind of keep whittling it down into, and then all of a sudden it starts to take form and a shape and you see it. And, you know, the original cut of this thing, I think was like 
two hours and 15 minutes, which, you know, is still for a, like a rough cup or a rough assembly of a of documentary is not even that, that long, really, you know, obviously we're always conscious of, of keeping the story moving and not, you know, and, and trying to not linger in moments that might become confusing or boring and things like that. So it's hard to say, like, there's certainly more, um, I think what the film that we made is the best version of what of film, frankly. But yeah, there's there was a lot more just, you know, the looking back and and knowing how enthusiastic people are about, you know, the film, like, ah man, we should have kept that scene a little bit longer. Maybe we should have cut it. You know what I mean? You start getting into like second guessing that stuff. But you know, it's always good to leave people wanting more rather than people seeing like, yeah, I saw enough. So I think it's, uh, you know, I, yeah, I, there I, wasn't I, anything, there wasn't anything magical on the cutting room floor. You're, yeah. you're seeing the, the best of the best. So I, I can't think of any moment or scene um, that we couldn't include. And again, that also speaks to how open and authentic that family is. Jason never once said, don't shoot this or you can't be here. I mean, he truly led us into his life and the family truly led us into their lives. They, they showed us everything and talked about everything. So there's there's nothing that was left out because um, we couldn't get access to it. Yeah. And that's that's incredible. That's certainly an incredible part of that. And that really helps, again, tell the authentic story of somebody who's been a really, really authentic person over the course of, again, he's been playing for the Eagles for more than a decade. And it's sometimes hard for us to comprehend that as fans. Um, so yeah, Don, Sheena, I really appreciate you taking the time once again to, to come by and to talk about this film. It's a really, really incredible film. Uh, it's something that should be on every Philly sports fans watch list over the course of, they should have been watching it when it came out. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, what's cool is I, I've heard people watching it multiple times. I mean, again, like you, you this is, it's been such an overwhelming like love fest honestly and again coinciding with our 20th year in business and you know us all kind of getting older and reflecting back on our careers so far um you know we're not ready to retire but it's always nice to have like kind of a touchstone moment that you know you can kind of wow like how did we get here and and um it's it's been incredibly overwhelming and cannot thank uh, you know, the, it never gets old to hear how many people love it and are touched by it and cry over it. It's it never gets old. So please keep telling us, keep putting that out there. Uh, it's it, it does not go unnoticed, and we we can't thank anybody, everybody uh, enough for you know believing in this film and and watching it and spreading the word and and you know that's what what more can you ask for? Absolutely. So once again, you can catch Kelsey on Prime Video streaming now wherever you can stream Prime Video. If you'd like a free 30-day trial of Prime Video, you can sign up using the QR code on the screen if you're watching this on YouTube or in the link in the description to this episode below. And thank you so much for tuning into the Bird's Nest podcast today. You can support the Bird's Nest podcast Bird. by liking and subscribing to Bird's Nest Media on YouTube, as well as sharing to your social media pages. You can also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Amazon Podcasts, and Spotify, or at birdsnestmedia.com. And if you feel so inclined to support Birds Nest Media, you can find the link to our Patreon in the description below as well, or again at birdsnestmedia.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and let's go Eagles!
Go should birds. We do the Eagles? Should we go the Eagles? Go birds. We can do it. Yeah, we can do it. No, but let's let's spell it out, dude. Let's spell it one, out. Two, one, one, two, three. E. A. G. L. E. S. Eagles. Eagles.